Well, hey, boys and girls. Uh, I thought I'd do something special this week since we uh, have been off for so long. And uh, I wanted to uh, give you guys something to listen to at least uh, until we can get a new episode in. So I've noticed a lot of other podcasts doing essentially rebroadcasts of their previous episodes. And I found out that stupid iTunes, because I don't use iTunes, uh, won't let you view back more than 100 episodes so maybe some people would want to hear some uh, classic stinker madness episodes so while we're off i'm just gonna do some reruns here now and then uh this one is from uh our second year in podcasting a movie out of the 80s that jackie picked called tomboy starring one betsy russell uh famed uh second stringer out of uh out of that decade um, expect uh, a lot of fun, a lot of yucks, uh, uh, some highlights including Dick Johnson, Penis Man, um, the donut dance, and uh, some really bad hair out of Betsy Russell, and also some very icky things that the 80s made us want to move on from. But I uh, hope you enjoy this episode. Watch Tomboy. It should be free on YouTube someplace. Uh, or if you've got the Milk Creek Classic Pack, it's a great one in there. So enjoy, guys. We'll be back soon. Also, rest in peace, Carl Reiner. Hey, girls are just as good at stuff as men, especially when it comes to making terrible life decisions. This is Tomboy on Stinker Madness. Hello and welcome to Juggle Talk, where three friends sit around and practice juggling in front of microphones. I'm your host, Justin. With me, as always, is Sam and Jackie. How are you today, Sam? I am well. I wish I had a time machine so I could just travel back in time and rape women, and it would be okay. Because that's what happens in Tomboy. In 1986. Yeah. yeah. I guess. <laughs> the progressive world that is 1986. Jackie, how about you? How did uh, Tomboy work out for you? I was just kind of on the same wavelength as Sam. Like, man, back in the 80s, romance was getting punched in the face and then raped while you were knocked out. It's awful, this film. It is in no way saying anything about how we should be nicer to women. It basically says, hey, you be a dick to women, you're going to get what you want from them. Yep. The this bigger is... the dick you are, the uh, the more they fall in love with you. Yep. Yeah. This is one of those perfect examples of uh, the ideals of budget-level Hollywood producers and where they were at psychologically uh-huh. and where their ethics and uh, morals lie. I worked, and I, you know, the people I worked for weren't bad people, but they would always say things like, oh, the audience doesn't know that. Don't worry about that. Like, you know, and later on when we talk about the car, you're going to, like, the car's like, this is the stupidest piece of shit you've ever seen. And the producer's like, oh, an audience won't know that. They'll think this is a fast car. Yeah. This, <laughs> Those cars are pieces of shit. This is, like, the pinnacle of that sort of filmmaking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That, oh, the audience doesn't know anything. No, the audience does. You, however... Don't know shit about fuck. Yeah, yeah, exactly. How about Betsy Russell? Let's talk about her for a little while. Everybody uh, think that she uh, should have been a bigger deal or got what she basically was good for. She does a couple other booby movies besides this, right? Yeah, but she was no Phoebe Cates or, you know, somebody of that the era of, of those 
uh, obviously she wasn't like Molly Ringwald. She wasn't much of a deal, really. No, and you know what, Mo- Phoebe? You know what the difference between her and Phoebe Cates is? Boob size? No, not really. Yeah, Phoebe Cates didn't have a fucking perm. Yeah, that's true. That hair, that helmet. She looks like fucking Darth Vader. Other, if she didn't have that goddamn hair, she'd be in a knockout. But the perm is just so abrasive. Even if your hair's that curly, don't shape it like a helmet. <laughs> It's the uh, female version of hockey hair. It is. I think she's a very attractive woman, though. Okay. And she is to this day. Like, I mean, that woman still, at 52 years old, she is fucking hot. Yeah. She yeah. looks real good right now. All right. I don't know. She just kind of reminded me of any of the other 80s actresses that I remember just in a couple of movies and then gone. Just not the, the depth of talent that, you know, the, the megastar women have. What if she hadn't chosen to be in a movie that was about sexual harassment and rape and assaulting females being okay. What if she had been in something a little smarter? If she would have been, I think you put her in the same role in uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, she's a bigger deal. Yeah, yeah. And she could have gotten out of a pool and taken her shirt off. Just, she did. It was only, it was a river. Let's talk about the boobs. Not necessarily just hers, but the incredible volume of boobs in this movie. Is this more boobs than Malibu Express? I think it's. I think it might be more boobs than Malibu. I think it is more boobs than Malibu Express, and then it's more often too. Like there's about half the movie has a topless woman in it. There is a ton of tits, and some of those tits are not very nice. Not necessarily, and they're on like eighteen year old girls, and I'm like, why are your tits so saggy? Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a booby movie, big time booby movie. It is a booby movie. They call it a sex romp, but uh, I don't really agree with that because sex romps are more like uh, you know, N- Revenge of the Nerds and panty raids and college shenanigans. Hard bodies. Who actually the yeah. the blonde gal is in Hard Bodies as well. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, hots and shit like that where it's lots of squeeze play yeah this is different than that it's not such a sex romp as it is just like gratuitous nudity it's an anti-romantic comedy (laughs) yes it's an i think it's supposed to be a romantic comedy and it's not wow not romantic no nothing is romantic about 30 year old superboy he is the biggest dickhole. He is the biggest he's dickhole. the second biggest dickhole because rich guy is the biggest dickhole. I I don't know, man. They're he both never punches anybody out and tries to tables, rape them, yeah. but he makes up for it in other he, ways. The, the rich guy is supposed to be kind of the uh, antagonist of the film, though. You know, he's not supposed to be a likable character. Superboy is supposed to be like, like, wow, I'm really glad she ended up with him. Yeah, Randy Starr is supposed to be the thing that girls dream about. Yes. He's successful. He's handsome. He's rich. He's not looking for a slut. He's looking for a real relationship. That's all the the qualities that you're looking for. And then when you look a little deeper into this Randy Starr guy, you're like, wow, you are an egomaniac who is a giant fucking dickhead. You're a sociopath. You're probably going to go to jail at some point. At some point. And yeah. he doesn't... He really never has any good qualities. Like, he shows up with a coked-out hooker the mm-hmm. first time you see him. Yeah. And when he invites her to a romantic interlude, he's just in a room watching porno. Mm-hmm. Uh... What? With dudes. With and other dudes. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. he's like, I just don't get you, you ho bunkin' mechanic. 
How do I get close to you? I don't know. Don't Bunch invite her to a porno viewing with your dude buds. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, wow, you either have no experience or you're just the world's biggest dickhole. He might be the world's biggest dickhole. So the movie, as we mentioned, and is uh, should be fairly clear by the title, is about a girl who has, her entire life has been a tomboy. She's not into things that the, the other girls are in. She doesn't like Barbies and makeup. She likes cars and sports. Well, you know, and it's it's just so fucked up. The first scene just gives you a whole, like, this is what you're in store for. My dad only loves me because I hit an infield home run. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's the only time you see your dad. And you know that he's some kind of astronaut guy. I guess. Astronaut uh, race car driver. Yeah. So this guy is, you know, somebody. Or he's, at least he's done some things with his life. If he was really an astronaut race car driver, he would be the coolest fucking guy ever. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure that she's an orphan. Is he dead? Because you never see any parents. Yeah, is he dead? Where, where's dad? He just doesn't love her unless she wins something. Mm, yeah. So he, after the film's over, he's going to come back. He, for Tomboy 2, he's going to be in. We probably just turned it off. There was a post-credit sequence where he gives her a hug and then wanders off again. Next time you win something, you'll get another hug. Until then, I'm I'm with the coked-out broads with these boys over here. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Bulls of Franklin and Jella. Mm-hmm. Reaches his hand up out of the water. I'll be back. No, you won't. Yeah, so she's now an adult. She's uh, living in a cabin in L.A. Somewhere. Mountain cabin in downtown L.A. I've... I think you're led to believe that she lives on the outskirts of town. Yeah, I believe that you. they have two walls of a rustic set. You only see the door and you see one other wall sort of blurry. So they didn't even have that. They have one wall of a rustic set. Her bedroom is a completely different place. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're just sort of... Her home life is catch-as-catch-can with what they could get a hold of. Interesting. Good enough. Yeah, good enough. So then they can just go, oh, we can shoot an exterior with her. We have this cabin wall <laughs> that can be her house. We can just take her out in the hills, and that's her driveway. <laughs> she has but, a really large dog, though. Kind of looks like chomps. Yeah, a little bit chompy. Dog was pretty underused. Yeah. Yeah. But he smelled. We we knew that much about the dog. He loved nuts. Yep. As we'll find out later. Shower time now. Yeah, let's just get this thing going. Get a little side butt during the credit. Was it just me, or should they have just, like, give us the full money? You would think that they would have just given you the full money right off the bat, because I almost thought that she wasn't going to take her top off in this film. Because of that. Yeah. Like, well, a little bit of underboob and a little bit of side butt, you know. Well, all right. She's the star. Yeah, whatever. It was like one whole cheek. So yep. it was like half a butt. Yep. And then she's washing it real nice. And then she washes her eyeballs. <laughs> yeah. That was weird. I'm like, oh, she's trying to blind herself. That's that's no good. Yeah, you never take the uh, soaps squeegee sponge thing and then just drip soap right in your fucking eyes. Right in your fucking eyes. That is the one thing. If showering has taught me anything, (laughs) you don't want to get the soap in your eyes. You go to great lengths to not get the soap in your eyeballs. She hasn't learned that lesson yet. Her her mouth was open. (laughs) So it's like, not only is she going blind, but she's also eating soap. So you know that later on during the basketball scene, she had the shits. She's going to have a real foamy set of underwear. That's why she can ride around on motorcycles with no panties. Oh, brother. Ew. Yeah, so she's a she's a Steelers fan, and she's got a Triumph motorcycle. Hey, this isn't like your every other girl. 
just cramming it in her face. And then we get the tomboy song, and she rides into town that plays like five fucking times this tomboy song. Every piece of music is supposed to be tw- uh, non-diegetic and then it aiding to the story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But none of it does. Like the tomboy lyrics don't really fit with where the movie ended up. And then the night patrol was left field. Every time there's a song, there was the love song later too, that it is. If you're listening to the lyrics, it completely betrays what's happening on screen. Yeah. And then she, as she's making her way to the garage, I guess that she ends up getting to, she rides her motorcycle onto a basketball court where I swear to God, the whitest of white basketball players are playing pas- basketball. There's they're one not black even, guy. The, I know, but they're playing white guy basketball. Like, 50s, white guy passes it to the white guy. White guy passes it to white guy. White guy passes it to the white guy. It's just, they're standing four feet away from each other, tossing a ball around like they were fucking going to a wedding that Tommy Wiseau was yeah, in. Yeah, it's Wiseau football on a basketball court. It's also, they're wearing sweaters and, and long jeans mm-hmm. for basketball. Nothing says Outdoor I'm gonna. Basketball. I'm gonna. I'm ready to play a sport than a sweater and jeans. Maybe so, it was cold out. You don't know. Yeah, in, in Southern LA. California in the summer. No, they people. Those people think it gets cold. My aunt. Yeah. She lives down there. Anything under seventy five is long, long pants mm. and jacket weather. <sighs> like what is this? The Arctic. <sighs> it's seventy two degrees out here. It's chilly, and I'm getting a suntan. Well, she's the best at basketball. Wow, is she good. She never misses it. They uh, set her up for this one fucking layup shot that is just so stupid looking. <laughs> I think that she probably laid the bike down. Oh, I bet. Because she tries to catch it. They like pass it to her while she's riding, and she one-hands it. They had to have done it six or seven times. Mm-hmm. She never got it right, because she never really catches it Not really. in the it shot that they used. off her hand. And then you can see the bike. Like I think she just straddled it and let it hit the ground. Mm-hmm. She just laid that thing down. Well, she, yeah, she makes a one-hander shot from the motorcycle. Hey, she's the best. And then the fucking guys high-five afterwards in slow motion. It's awesome. <laughs> then they all jacked off in front of each other. Pretty much. To the music. Tomboy. She's a sensation. Tomboy. But she's also an anti-car mechanic. She knows how to repair 1932 Packards that... that she has to manufacture motor mounts, which implies that the car's motor isn't in the car, but this car is quite clearly in very good condition. She's underneath <laughs> it where... The motor's at, right? No, she's just sort of under there where the drive line would be. Oh, I thought that's where they kept the motor was on the uh, bottom. On the bottom in the yeah, middle? in the middle. Yeah, that's where... Well, that's where she is. Yes. She's not actually and an then anti-car she's got mechanic. A, a light next to her waist. I'm surprised that they even knew what motor mounts are. Really, <laughs> I barely I heard it in a magazine one time. The problem is that they just looked some things up and <laughs> stuck with it. Like the first five things you see in this car manual, we'll use it for the script. There is no point where, and it's not just the mechanics. It, it, whoever wrote this fucking thing doesn't understand people, traffic laws, mechanics, physics, gravity. There's just nothing that is understood. Like, the world is a foreign place to the writer of this film. Well, They've underst- also never been in a relationship and or found love. Oh, I was going to say they understand chemistry because, wow, wow, wow. Well, they understand sex. Yeah. They understand rape. <laughs> they understand yeah. Rape. 
Uh, so this girl, this blonde lady, Seville, she's uh, Tommy's bestie. She pulls up and she's got this uh, uh, beat up Cadillac. I believe it's a Cadillac. I have no idea what it is. And she bonks into this nerd's car, Harold's car, because she, I guess, just sucks at driving or something. I don't know. But Harold doesn't even seem to care that, you know, he's got a big dent in his sweet Dodge Aries. He's like, whoa, hubba, hubba, hubba. How about you guys come over here and tickle my balls? He's like, oh, you want to go on a date? No. How about you? No. Well, I got to date somebody. <laughs> uh, Okay. What? <laughs> Yeah, this guy was just. I'm gonna fucking jizz in my pants yeah. if I don't date somebody here pretty soon. No, that's the worst part. He's like, I just, I gotta date. So he doesn't even really know what it leaves. When he finds out what happens, I was like, oh shit! I thought this was just dinner. We do what with? Oh boy, that seems. I put that where? Huh? Because you know, I do a whole. I thought Endgame was just going home and working myself over. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Seville's talking about how you know she's got to she's got to make some money. You know she's just trying out for all these auditions. She wants to be a star, and uh, she doesn't have any money, so she can't even pay for her fucking gas. I guess she just gets a tab. But oh no, Tommy pays for her gas, doesn't she? Yeah, she takes yeah. out her wallet and puts the ten bucks in the till. Mm. In the outdoor cash box that anyone could get to. Yeah. That was a thing. I've was seen it? those before. All right. Hey. Mm. A little trusty. So she goes back inside the garage, and she's got this poster on the wall of this guy named Randy Starr, and he's a race car driver, and he's cool. He's got suave hair and dreamy eyes and a bulging package. It's, the poster is Dick Johnson, penis man. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. And the slow-mo that they go from, like, yeah. his hair... And then they just kind of keep going down. It gets a little faster. And then when they get down to his package, it's like, okay, slow the camera down. And the camera stops on stop. his nuts. Yeah. Look but... at the package bulge. Because that's what women look at, like, immediately on every poster. Wow, look at the bulge in that guy's pants. And you kind of, like, at this point in time, you're confused about this character already. Because you kind of see, think that, you know, she's a no-nonsense lady. She doesn't take shit. You know, she's got her life. She is the master of her own destiny. And then it seems like she is just craving dick when she does this because she's just focused, right? Like, God, if I could only get some of that dick. If, that, if Dick <laughs> Johnson penis man could just be a part of my life. I would be a whole woman if I could have some D. It's <laughs> yeah. just so stupid. But not just any D. That D, that D right there. <laughs> yep. I can't even defend her because that's exactly what it was. Her mouth is partway open. Like, I would I would suck it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of a look she has on her face, like daydreaming about what it would be like. And up to this point, I believe that she's a virgin. I did, too. Like, this woman has not screwed. She's completely pure. But then she's just like, God damn it. I had a different opinion. I feel like she just nails a douchebag every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Just because there's only douchebags. No one in this film is not a douchebag. That is true. Even Harold is a fucking douchebag. Even Chester's kind of a douchebag. Chester's bag. kind of a douchebag. He might be the most likable character. In I think film. she's He's... been nailing Chester the whole time. Eh, that just be... when she gets bored. Yeah. At Seville's audition, uh, I'm not really sure what she's auditioning for, but uh, there's a row of judges and six other or five other people with her. There's an audience, like you can show up and cheer for her and stuff. 
And then we're proceeded to the buttest of all dance-offs. Yeah, it's for a dance musical, I guess. And this is also around the time that fame was huge. Okay, yeah, okay, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. fame was huge right now. Uh-huh. So, yeah, they're having a fame dance. And hello, gay boys. This is my favorite part of the whole fucking movie. Actually, my favorite part is later when he's like, yeah, no, I'm gay. Yeah, that's true. He's like, well... Uh, uh, yeah at least i got something right yeah (laughs) but man this dance scene is something else this was almost poltergeist scary it's awful dancing we can all agree that the dancing is not good yes that the those judges if they knew shit about fuck would be like uh no next well they did pretty much yeah that's true i would have stopped them though i'd have been like we're good we're good they're like getting in the judges' faces and like slapping, kicking the table and shit in front of them, and like, yeah, this is it. No, this is not it. No, that if I would have to judge, the very first thing that would have happened is that that one in the red would have turned around with her snarl face, and I'd be like, "Holy shit, this audition is over! You, you get the fuck out of here." <laughs> she's got you're Sandra, scary. She's got Sandra Bernhardt's mouth on steroids. Oh, she's ugly. Well, they brought her in for her dancing. Oh, she what? was no. You know why they put a bunch of sparkly shit on her boob so that you would look there and not at her yeah. face. Oh man. As much as she was difficult to look at, Carlos was just as difficult to look at because he has a tank top that's cut in a fashion that his entire chest hangs out of it. Mm-hmm. It's and got then... like a U shape that goes down to his belly button. Yeah. It's not a it's a non-shirt. He's wearing a non-shirt and uh, and he's shaking his ass with a with a ring belt. It is and staring at the camera the entire time. He's making sex to the camera with his eyes, with and his mustache, the creepiest deadpan expression of all time. And he has a hairy chest, super hairy, <sighs> and belly. I mean, it just doesn't stop. Carlos is by far my favorite character in the show. <laughs> <laughs> he's the only person in the mo- movie who knows what he's doing. That guy. He's like, I am wow. here to dance. And I am gay. And I'm going to stare at the camera. Yeah. You're like, you go, Carlos. You're the (laughs) only person here that knows what's going on. So uh, it's shower time. I guess there's just a shower next to the audition because all the dancers are there. The girls are in their shower and uh, the men are in their shower. On the other side. the, The walls are paper thin or something because she Seville's in there talking about the size of Carlos's John Thomas. And that it's not very big, and she just won't shut up about how she thinks that Carlos has got this tiny, tiny fucking wiener. Because Sharon said that said it so. was. Yeah. Fuck Sharon. God damn it. Who Sharon's do you think Sharon mouth. is? I don't know. Sharon is... The snarl face? Yeah. Snarl face. Yeah, that's kind of who I think Cheryl is, too. Sharon Sharon is the one that makes updates because nobody will go out with her. The one wall is open so that they can hear what's going on, and he just wanders around. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah, he just walks around an open wall. Yeah, I know, but can you hear somebody going? That nah, anyway. Probably. Well, she's loud. Yeah, she has got a So big, you could hear her. Mouth. This is also another point where the filmmakers don't know how anything works because she asks for a towel when she's still soapy. Right. Well, Carlos is wearing that towel. He's like, here you go. So she cleans off her face and sees Carlos and then looks down and is like, oh, I was wrong and so was Sharon. You've got a big dick. Come over to my place, big guy. And she he's said, like, come upstairs for the next three or four months. <laughs> is that uh, is that a double entendre? Like, come 
upstairs I guess. for three months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyways, he's like, nope, can't do it. I'm a fruit, and that's okay. Yep. No, that's not what he says. All he right, says, he says, I'm gay. No. He's my husband. My oh, husband yeah. won't like it. Yeah. He likes come downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> That Again. was the lamest joke ever. Yeah, well, he knows what he likes, and Carlos is the only man, only person in this movie that knows what's going on. Right. I like Carlos. Yes, Carlos is awesome. And unfortunately, we are done with Carlos. Yep. He's yeah. not in the movie the anymore. The end of Carlos. It was like, oh, the best actor's gone. So the girls go to the this diner for dinner. Uh, Seville's bummed because she didn't get the part or the dance, whatever. And uh, they talk some more about penises, and then... Uh, these creeps walk in. Scumbags. Dirt balls. Probably drug people. I don't know what they are. They're junkies. They Something. look like junkies, yeah. They're, they're greasers, definitely. They're greasers 20 years too late. Right, yeah. right. So they're hassling them. Like, yeah, yeah, hot ladies. I kind of thought that these guys knew these girls, but I don't think that they did in the end. They're Lenny and Squiggy from Laverne and Shirley. Pretty much, but also but rapier. criminals. Yeah. They're rapier yeah. versions of them. Yeah. So the girls are like, they get out of here or, you know, they get on their motorcycle. Fuck off, you assholes. And so they take off right off. But then the guys get in their Camaro that's parked right next to their motorcycle, fortunately for them, and chase them across to L.A. Like, this is not socially acceptable behavior. You need to get the cops involved on these guys. They are probably going to. Either kill you while you crash in a motorcycle and then have sex with you, or get you to stop, have sex with you, and then kill you. And then kill you. You're probably going to end up dead. You are. You're, you're going to end up raped. Are but getting dead. Well, I'm, I'm led to believe that this happens quite frequently, because Seville, when she's on the back of the bike, she's like, "How does this end?" And she's like, "When we lose them." So and this is not the first time that this has happened. And she says, "Wouldn't it be easier to just fuck them?" Yeah. It's like uh, it's like Andy Dufresne, you know. Sometimes he was able to fight those uh, nannies off. Sometimes yeah. he wasn't. Well, in 1986 L.A., when everything is rape, you just sometimes go with the flow, I guess. I'll just lay here again. Oy, oy, oy. Oh, it's Rape Tuesday. Oh. Which was, you know, it was a good change to Taco Tuesday. <laughs> I, I prefer Taco Tuesday. Everyone likes tacos better than rape. <laughs> Unless you're raping tacos. Then you've got something. That's true. <laughs> what happens if you get hot sauce in your pee hole? Oh, no. Oh, that's, that's, that's instant load blowage right there. Hot sauce in the pee hole. Whoa, baby! <laughs> yeah. I made a mess of this taco. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> gross. <laughs> uh, boy. Uh, so they, uh, they make it to this garage, like a, like a parking garage. And they're spinning cookies and chasing each other around in there. And then Tommy, she rides on the side of the little spikes that uh, flatten your tires. The tire strip, yeah. Yeah. And uh, the car just drives right over them in slow motion, quote, unquote. Jesus. (laughs) It was not slow motion. And these fireworks blow up. Yeah, the tires pop. That the tires are popped. The tires pop and the engine blows up. And the engine blows up. And then Chester shows up to tow them away. Conveniently, Chester, because well, he's they, the, only... the only tower in yeah. all of L.A. Uh, and he's like, oh, you wrecked the car, huh? Mm, I so thought tires? Wait, tires. Too? Huh? Just the tires, guys. That's all that happens there. 
Just the tires. Just the tires. Tires are not even connected to an engine. Yeah, but they have smoke billing out of the engine and everything. Oh, the car's destroyed. Yeah. And Chester's like, it's just cheaper to go on dates. They thought they were going on a date. (laughs) That's dates for them. I do like the one line in the sequence, though, where one of the raper guys says to uh, Seville, what do you say to a little fuck? Because that's his his pickup line. She says, good night, little fuck. Yeah. Calling him a little fuck. A little fuck, fuck, yeah. It's not bad. The next day, back at the garage, this uh, Leeds guy, we got a junior, Leeds Junior. I don't even know if we have a first name on this asshole. But, He's uh, Richie McDickface. Yeah. <laughs> Richie McDickface. We'll just go with that. He pulls up into the garage because it's his Packard that she was working on with these two coked out titty ladies that don't have their tops on correctly. Like their tits are out. They just fall out for no reason. They bought too big of blouses, I guess. Well,. Whoever's running the stopwatch is like, we need tits now. It's been 30 seconds. It's been two minutes. Get the tits out. Jesus. And they look like they're fucking, they've been ran over by a freight train. The four of them have been on a bender. Yeah. Yeah. Vegas. They're lucky that they made it out. Like, it's too much coke. It's like the end of fucking, uh, or actually anything of uh, that Johnny Depp movie. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Yes, it's like that. Yeah, but this gives us another great opportunity for another Chester one-liner, which is one of the coked-out ladies was like, do you have a toilet? A ladies' room. A ladies' room? He's like, well, we have a ladies' room, but I guess you can use it. Because you can use it anyways. (laughs) I thought that was kind of funny. And then they both go in there for a while. So they're doing more coke. They do. Oh, okay. Because she comes out when, what's-his-face, 30-year-old Superboy is hitting on Tommy. And she's like, you just banged me for like six hours, and now you're hitting on this person. I don't care about that. I am ready to go home, though. So what do you think they're doing in the bathroom? More blow. More blow. Or, like, simultaneous pooping. You know, with these two fucking dickheads, Leeds and uh, Randy Starr, these women may be held captive. They could be looking for an escape route. Like, we've got to climb through the bathroom window and run to the payphone so we can call the police and get away from these two fucking rapey, murderous assholes that are, have kept us in a, a fucking sex room for the last three weeks against our will. No, they're no. because they're the sec, they're the topless waitresses later. Oh, that's true. Okay. They're, they're, they're in the whole they're movie. In. They're in. Okay. They're even at the end. Well, they're, then they're definitely simultaneously pooping. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they one. It's like a double decker thing. You got the one sitting on the toilet, and she kind of opens her legs up enough that the other can sit facing her. And if you play your cards right, you can both get the poop in the toilet and not all over yourselves. But usually, it just ends poorly. Unfortunately, with these two, there is no poop. It's just they poop cocaine. (laughs) It's just white powder everywhere. It comes out of their butts. That's the only thing that they can process. It just comes out looking like a white butter toffee. (laughs) Gross. So, yeah, Randy flirts with... uh, uh, Tommy, and uh, at this point, were any of you going, wow, I sure like Randy. He seems like an all right guy. (laughs) Uh, No, I wasn't. I was like, oh, Dick Johnson penis guy is an asshole. He is a, he's kind of a fucking douche. Like you were just, the douche alarm is going way hard (laughs) in your brain. Like, wait, this is the guy? 
this guy. <laughs> like if you had a douche meter that was like a Geiger counter, it'd be like. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking asshole. But she kind of seems like she likes it. She's just like, smile coyly. And then Chester's like winking a gun at him. Like, yeah. You two, I can see this going well. You're not a fucking asshole, rape, rapist, guy. criminal, disgusting human being who drives local circuit Saturday night track. Yeah. You're not a megalomaniac. <sighs> then comes the second favorite part of the movie. The donut commercial? The donut commercial. Oh my God, this was awesome. It was awesome. It was awesome, and it was funny. It was genuinely funny. It wasn't like goofy like whoops you screwed that up funny seville comes out for to try on this uh or to try out for this donut commercial and she does this hubba hubba dance to to donuts wearing like donut lingerie she got donuts all over her boobs <laughs> her, her line her only line is eat it eat it all and so you get this shot of harold's also in this commercial and he's just like, oh, boy, and then stuffs his fucking mug filled with donuts. Yeah. And then the end of the commercial, he's like, I bet you can't just eat one. Ba-bum, ba-bum. And uh, the donut guy, the he's... owner of the donut store, is just like, he's got steam coming out of his ears, and his tongue falls out and rolls across the desk. And Apparently, the only way that you can... Uh quench your sexual desire is to stick an entire donut in your mouth at once because he does it too him and harold are like well we can't have sex with her so we may as well just jam full donuts in our mouths that'll help i loved it back at the shop tommy has repaired the flamey creepy raper guy's camaro and uh he comes in he just starts being a fucking asshole like this guy this guy this guy's an asshole how is he walking the streets he should be behind bars it would seem that way somebody's either gonna stab him or he's gonna commit a crime that's gonna send him to prison for life or this is just his life he's just a giant asshole and before he can ever really get to doing something illegal he's too stupid and it just doesn't work out that could be because that's what happens both times. He mm-hmm. can't rape the ladies because he's too stupid. Mm-hmm. And then when he tries to piss off everybody, it ends up that he's too stupid to even Welsh on his bill. Yeah. Yeah, she uh, she uh, flips his attitude back to him and is like, I'll show you your car's all fixed. I'll drive. And he's like, good. That'll mean both of my hands are free. To fondle your boobs? I, I guess. He's going to yeah, do something. Yeah, it's weird. But she drives too crazy for him. He can't handle it. He's a sick. Oh, slow down. Gets out of the car. I thought he was going to bomb. Is this, is this time two or three for Tomboy the song? Oh, I think it's. I think this is two. Two? Yeah. Okay. But it's, yeah, Tomboy. Ugh. Seville shows up, and she's got a big box of donuts. Boxes and boxes of donuts. She got the part, but they couldn't uh, put it on TV because it was too hot for TV. But uh, so he pays her in donuts instead of cash. So she pays her tab in donuts to Chester. Now, Chester's got a shitload of donuts. Chester's like, fuck. But uh, the donut guy was like, oh, you were really good. I really liked your shtick. And uh, I think I think you uh, should have a TV pilot. I'm just not going to pay for it. I don't have any money. I just have donuts. 
So she needs $500,000 because she's got to pay for her own pilot? pilot. Is that how things work? I, I don't think so. don't know. I bet you could. It probably wouldn't work out well. Probably wouldn't work out well if you just, here's a check, now give me a show. I think they go, hey, we've got a show. We it, need an actress for it, audition for it, and you audition for it, then you either get it or you don't. Or you have a show and you pitch it. I don't think you produce your own pilot. Or you produce your own pilot and it looks a lot like this movie. Ah, now we're talking. Tomboy. Tomboy. Driving me crazy. Tomboy. So she wants Tommy to go and visit Junior. Junior lead. Because he's got cash. And uh, so I guess she's going to ask him for the money for a loan. And so they go up there and there's a pool party. And hey, guess what? More boobs. So many boobs. And Seville's all flirting with leads like, I'll give you a manicure. Because he's in there getting a manicure when they show up. He's getting I'll, a pedicure. I'll give you the best one ever. Then he starts giving her a manicure. And they're sucking each other's fingers. And there's some toe kissing going on. And I'm not very interested in this stuff here. I don't want anybody sucking on my feet. Eh. I don't want to meet a person and then have them stick my finger in their mouth. That's... Where has it been? That is past my my finger or their mouth. All of it. Yeah, exactly. It's a, an invasion of personal space right there. Well, Not he much. does that. Leeds Jr. goes around just sucking everybody's fingers. Yeah. How's it going? And then they stick their hand out to shake his hand. He's like, blah, 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 <laughs> all over his finger. And they're like, oh, thank you. You know why? Because he's tired of sucking ass. <laughs> oh. oh. Usually these fingers taste great. In comparison to old men's assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody has ever taught me how to shake somebody's hand. I just suck parts of their body. Yeah. Usually it's the butt. <laughs> so Tommy leaves her and she wanders into the garage. And Randy comes in and he's still being just fucking creepy. Just looking at her ass, talking about her ass. She's talking about cars, and he's like, oh, yeah, I'd like to look under your hood. And just the fucking truckeriest trucker talk of all time. <laughs> trucker like, talk. You this, love truckers. I, do, I like the idea, concept of trucking. I don't necessarily like truckers, but like this is the type of truckers, <laughs> the language that truckers would use in a dirty bathroom to like other truckers. Lot. Other truckers like, mm-hmm, how about you back that load up? And I'll put my ball hitch on it. <laughs> what? Sounds like you have some experience in the trucker world there, Justin. Uh, I don't like rest stops, that's yeah. for sure. God damn it, Randy, you know I'm married. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> but she uh, she seems to like it again. I don't know. Even though she's chasing a certain, you know, running away from it. To See, this is the point where I can't, I haven't quite decided because I just refuse to believe that he's charming. Mm -hmm. And I refuse to believe that she can be in love with him. I thought that, like, for the first part of the movie, I'm going, okay, so this is one of those tales where, like, you can't judge a book. Like, the the truth isn't the fiction. Like, he's he's not really the poster, and she's going to learn that. Mm -hmm. But it's not that way at all. I, I thought the same thing, but then I was like, wait, there's no other buddy for her to fall in love with. Yeah. No one else. And so at this point, I'm still holding out hope. I'm like, oh, she's only using him. To sort of copy some of the designs from this race car. Yeah. But. I knew, I just, you got to have somebody else for that to work. By the end of this scene, that is not the case. Yeah. So they go motorcycling. 
There's some bikes out parked out front. She's like, yeah, let's go. So they drive out the driveway that leads to the mountains. The mountains. Doesn't work. Plenty of wheelies. Too Lots many wheelies. of wheelies. <laughs> wheelies are apparently just, you know, something that's easy to do. Jumping and all sorts of stuff. But uh, she wipes out. She, she tries endos. to jump a river. And uh, she fails. Over the bars. She's not evil Knievel. She no. breaks hard. She, this fall, probably, in in the at the bare minimum, would have broken or cracked some ribs. Oh, absolutely. There's no way she would have just popped up from this fall and been like, all right, because it's shallow water with a whole bunch of rocks. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that that was a happy stuntman that day. Uh, shatter a pelvis, even, because, man, that crotch comes down hard on that gas tank. Yeah. Yeah, this, there was, the stunt person got hurt. There was two unique crashes. They had to do it twice. The first time... You don't think the stu- there was just two cameras? No, because the first time, they supermaned off of it and went belly first. The second time, he distinctly turns his back to the water. It is two different crashes. Huh. They had to do it twice, and they used both... They had to probably do it three or four times, but they used two takes of that crash. I noticed you used the word he... Oh, it's definitely a man. Okay. Because <laughs> girls can't do it? Did you uh, watch no, in Sam? the second one... <laughs> his it is penis comes out of his pants? <laughs> a wig coming out of a helmet and a very large man stuffed into some very small clothes. And a dick flying off screen. The first Wrecked shot balls. <laughs> with the person going over the handlebar's stomach first, and it might be two different stunt. I think it's actually two different stuntmen. I couldn't tell that it wasn't a woman. Maybe it was a woman. The second one is definitely a bigger person... Stuffed into smaller clothes. Mm-hmm. All right, so she's all wet now because she got in the river, and uh, here we go. Surprise, surprise. It, I I understand she's got a wet T-shirt so we can see her boobs, but he's like, oh, man, here, take this jacket. You know, you're all wet. And so she fucking whips her shirt off right in front of him. It's like, dude, wait, what? are you coy or are you a virgin or are you just a f- what? And then she takes her pants off. Then she takes her pants off. And then she rides away without anything but a coat. I, it would just be too sticky on the seat, no matter what. No matter what. Even if you're a dude, not implying that women have sticky crotches, but. Anybody who sits on Nagahide with no Mm -hmm. cloth is going to stick to it. Yeah. Yeah. Not going to be happy. And it's not safe. (laughs) No. No. I mean, you get a branch that flies into your crotch. When you're uh, flying around wait. out there in the desert. <laughs> Hold on, back that up. But if you're wearing pants, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not going to hit you directly in the bean, now, is it? I, Why are sticks flying into people's crotches? <laughs> I don't know. You've never been out there in the wilderness, have you? <laughs> yeah. They're just sticks. They just jump right out in front of you. Some Towards your crotch. Towards, <laughs> Towards your, crotch. your crotch. That is kind of protected by the rest of the motorcycle. It could happen. Okay, all right. Flying sticks. I, I would, I would, I think the bigger danger is like getting a burnt leg on like the exhaust pipe or something. Or if you're like a June bug hits you in the chest and goes down and on the June bug starts doing things downstairs. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I've got, and then you definitely crash because you're trying to uh, negotiate the highway and a June bug in your crotch at the same time. <laughs> yep. Yep. Well, Seville shows up at the shop. And uh, she's driving around. Leeds is Packard, so I guess she's in. Um, I don't know. She wants uh, Randy. Randy's talking about Tommy, and she wants him to, or he wants her to come to this party. That's tonight, I guess. But what am I gonna wear? So they go to this party, and she walks in, and she's she looks like she's a, she looks like a, a 
female. She's dressed like a bartender. She looks yeah. like the fucking maid. Yeah. She does Vegas, not, like, Vegas bartender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Card like dealer. The lady yeah. that brings you drinks and shit. Not. Where does she get these clothes? Who is this character? I don't know. Is she actually a tomboy? With that outfit, you would hope so. I just doesn't make any sense. Oh, I'll just go down to the fucking waitress store and get my leather. She looks like a card dealer. Mm-hmm. It is odd. Yeah. But uh, the other just strangest thing ever about this party is it's filled with young women and old white guys. <laughs> old men. Creepy, drunk, <laughs> gropey old men. Do you think that some of these guys are investors in the movie? Oh, God, I hope so. I hope so, too, man. Because that's... Are, if not, not get... is this movie trying to say something about, like, what what racing life is like? Oh, I don't think they understand anything about racing. I know, but why choose creepy old guys? Because I... there's not, like, a young guy in the fucking thing other than Randy and the Leeds guy. There's one... There's, like, cocktail waiters, too. Yes! That are all men. Did There's, you guys notice that? Yeah. Like I, at the party scene, it's all men that have tuxedos on that are serving the drinks. And in the pool scenes, it's it's always topless women. Topless women. Well, because uh, they couldn't get any waitresses because uh, Tommy bought all the waitress clothes the week before for I this outfit. think that the topless waitresses during the day, that's fine. But when you get to the nighttime party, they're now the women that have to have sex with the old men. So... To free them up, you bring in some waiters. The IRS judges of the world. The IRS judge. Not really a thing. <sighs> then the couch gets knocked over and it leads to a man pile. And apparently if you fall on someone, you just start making out with them. I believe that that's how the orgy gets started right there. Everybody's is... on the ground already. This party is how babies get made. Pull your privates out. Yeah. we're about to... Stuff things in them. <laughs> <laughs> and not just penises, just whatever the old men can come up with. You know, if uh, Caligula, change. Caligula, the movie, taught me anything, is that those Roman orgies always got started when somebody knocked the couch over. <laughs> then there's some other dude that's in the hallway getting yelled at by a lady because he's just taking his clothes off in front of her. And then when he gets down to being buck naked, she's like, what does she say? Take me there. She's like... I don't know why you're doing this. I'm going to leave if you're just taking your clothes. I can't believe you're just taking your clothes off. Cuts away, cuts back. Oh, what are you doing here? I just don't know about this. Cuts away, cuts back. He finally gets all of it off. And she's like, take me away. (laughs) (laughs) What? And Seville's out in the living room putting a show on. She's doing a, a, a kooky dance. That ends up with boobs out. Strip tease, I guess. Yeah. Not much of a tease. It's more just stripping. Hey, here's my boobs. That was just weird. That was strange. Yeah. Tommy's wandering around. She finds Randy, and he's in the back room with his bros watching a fucking bang movie. And she's fucking not happy about it. She's like, that's disgusting. Wh- which part's disgusting? That she's he's watching a porno and the... Pornos are disgusting, or the fact that he's watching a porno with a boner with four other dudes four other in the room. Four other dudes in the room just chilling from the party watching porno. And then laughing at it. This is the pure, this is the most evil thing. The, the red flag for this guy. This guy in 
1930s Germany would have made poor decisions about people's lives. Laughing with a boner around four dudes and watching people have sex. Yeah, this was my last holdout for her saying no to him. I thought that he was it was going to turn out that the porno... I had way too much hopes for that. Like, every time I was, okay, this is what's going to happen. Like, I'm really giving this movie way too much credit. I was hoping that they were going to be like, it was a t- sex tape that he made in secret uh-huh. of the guy and his her friend. Sure. And that she was going to be like, you evil bastards, uh-huh. we have to leave. But that's not what happens. No, she just goes to another room and feigns being mad, I guess. She's hitting a punching bag. Is she really even that upset? I don't know, but she's like, we're going to fight. Put on some boxing gloves. I'm going to take out my aggression on you. So he's like, all right. So she dances around. He's like, we got to stop this. Somebody's going to get hurt. And she fucking socks him right in the stomach. And then she's like, hit me, hit me. So he fucking clocks her. He knocks her ass out. And then she hits the ground. And before she can even like bounce back and settle all the way he's already starting to take her shirt off he's like are you okay let me check your tits he doesn't it's not are you okay it's like well this one's ready for rape just starts taking her clothes but she wakes up and starts kissing him she thinks that that's romance yes getting she rips his out. shirt off that's how excited she is about it <sighs> and then he rips her shirt off and it's a whole thing there's Extended sex scene. Oh, this was the creepiest one of the. Okay, I'm sorry, but you know how Roadhouse had a really bad sex yeah. scene, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. But this one was just so awkward. They had this hand that was like kind of going down, and you could tell it was the girl hand going down the guy back. Yeah. And it's just like forever to get down to his butt, and then it just kind of hangs out there on its ass, like on the guy butt. And it's like, well, uh, okay. I have some terrible news. Either she's got. Either that was. His hand or she's got an extremely hairy arm. That arm was covered in hair. It was? I think that was her ass and his arm. He just has long fingernails? Yeah, dude. Long Manicured fingernails? Her, the, the arm is man level of hair. I'm just saying. There was also a point that they were quite backwards. Mm-hmm. Like the whole time he had his legs open and hers were quite closed. It was like, you guys are backwards. He doesn't stuck work like his that. penis into her leg hole, and that's it. Was mostly just bypass the vagina on her stomach somewhere. Yeah, that's how movie sex usually goes. But yeah. Anyways, now they love each other. There's a whole fucking dancing montage with them going on, uh, holding hands and running down the beach, and the waves are tumbling over them, and Miniature. airplanes are flying over, and there's fireworks, and there's a guy singing the Star Spangled Banner. Not, what? What movie were just, you watching? It's just a cliche it's, love montage. Yeah, well, it's mostly just miniature golf and wild waters. Yeah. yeah, dude. Which is a cliche love montage. Sure. I don't think you guys get my joke. He does uh, try to drown her at one point, which is love. Yeah. Oh, true love. True love. Does he? Oh, he. She's like, I'm gonna make a wish. Give me a quarter. She tosses a quarter up in the air with her eyes closed, making a wish, and he catches the quarter and sticks it back in his pocket. This guy is evil. (laughs) He's an asshole. Dirk. What? Uh, That's just no. That's not love. That's pure evil. You are so greedy that she can't have a fucking quarter. Eat. And he wants to steal her Shit. wishes like it's some power. Something. <laughs> like, I have your wish. <laughs> He's got a piggy bank back home. And the actor, because they, they're going down the water slide a couple times. And the second time when they're both on the same bag, this isn't like the character. This is the actor, mm-hmm. 30-year-old super boy. Uh-huh. When they come off, they come off awkwardly. And he just rides down on top of her so his head doesn't go under. 
He 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 sits on her and forces her under so that he doesn't go under. What a fucking asshole. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Back at Junior, there's still more boobs out. Oh yeah. There's uh, another swimming sequence and there's plenty of boobs and there's the sponsor guy, he's like a toy manufacturer. This is when the movie finally starts talking turkey. Yeah. <laughs> like Oh, this is what the movie's about? There is racing? Hey, hey, hey. He wants to go watch Randy drive around and see if he's got it. And uh, So he goes to the racetrack, and he's watching. Oh, man, that, that's some good driving. Whoa. Hey, hey, Randy. Wait, if you're Randy, if you're here, who's driving the car? Well, it's fucking Tommy, no duh. But they won't let her race. Like, oh, oh, you're, you're one of the best girl drivers ever. You're, you're a great amateur driver, but <laughs> let's be honest here. You've got tits. That's uh, no. doesn't get to work. This is a boy's game. This is a man's world. And you can't uh, put you behind the wheel of this car that obviously costs about thirty six hundred dollars. Yeah. Next, you'll be wanting to vote. Oh, man. Fuck that noise. And not get raped. Yeah. And not get raped and serve us drinks and make us chicken. But uh, she's like, fuck you guys. Hey, fuck you. Fuck you. And uh, the sponsor's like, no, I want to see her. I want to see her race. I want to see you two race. I want to see her beat you. Whoever wins is going to get my sponsorship. And uh, it's a deal. Wait, 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 what? What? It's a deal? Oh, shit. Holy shit. All right. One week they have to prepare for this race. Well, good thing that you don't have a car, Tommy, because I've got this dream machine. This. Oh, that car sucks. His car sucks. It's just her a... car sucks too. But I understand why her car sucks. His is actually just a race car, but it's it's a Saturday night special. It's yeah, a... it's around the uh, the quarter mile circular track. It's an, yeah, that w- maybe with a stadium that maybe fits a thousand people. Maybe I've seen nicer cars at uh, the local speedway here. Yeah, yes, that's what that, I mean. he's that the opening... locals are racing. Yeah, he's opening races they're not even the tail end races with that car Mm-mm. but you know that car's going to daytona oh <laughs> so <laughs> daytona oregon <laughs> <laughs> so chester doesn't think that she can beat him either he's like are you kidding me it's not that you know because you're a girl it's because you we don't have any money and they've got this this is the corporate machine and blah 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 blah. they're the pros and <laughs> we're just dickheads <laughs> they've got a thirty six hundred dollar bucket of shit what, what have we, we got to do but I guess uh, he gives. He just like flips. What's been? No, he's been. He's just giving her a rough time. Oh, Chester's been on board the whole time because you can't just like suddenly pull a racing suit out. You can't manufacture that with dreams alone. Then why he is had he to giving her guff? That? Well, he bought her the thing earlier. I know. Well, he's just he's just an old man. So he's being an asshole. He's just being an crazy old man asshole. Yeah. Fuck. Everybody sucks. In Everybody show. sucks. Yeah, so they have a car build montage then, and this is uh, borderline the most ineptitude about knowing shit about fuck, because she's at one point got like the circuit board out that's not even attached to anything, and she's just probing it with a electrometer. Like, you you can't get a signal she on was looking, anything. Yeah, a voltmeter on the engine. Like, yeah, a voltmeter. It's not an engine. It's it's a circuit board, Sam, that's not connected to oh, anything. that's right. It was like part of a calculator that they ripped out. That doesn't work. You're going to no. not get any signal there, you fucking morons. And then she's just, like, pointing at pipes, and he's, like, cranking on shit that doesn't... That's not On anything. PVC pipe. That wasn't part of the car, even. Uh... What? 
bad this job. Our junior soccer net that you're working on at the <laughs> same time. Thanks. Oh. The kids are going to thank you later. Yeah, you build in a ladder ball set for your backyard <laughs> there? Inside yeah. of a car? No. But it ultimately, the reveal is not good. Oh, man. It's track time. <laughs> Show her car. Is there a worse race car in a movie that you've ever seen? I have never seen a worse race car, no. No, this is the worst race car that I've ever seen. Herbie is a joke, and Herbie would beat the fucking shit out of this car. Even Because the car is, let's face it, the car has a top speed of zero miles an hour because it doesn't <laughs> fucking work. It's powered. It's It's got electronic propulsion. There's a lot of calculators in there. What does that mean? Business. <laughs> Fast the business. Stuff is quick. Flux capacitor. Propulsion. Pulsion, I'm sorry. Well, yeah, the sign says pulsion. <laughs> Propulsion comes from jets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If, but her dad was a rocket scientist. Which means that you would have to have jet fuel, jet engine, Jet stuff, not jet fucking, engine. you can't have electronic propulsion. You can no. have electronics control the things that make the propulsion, but not electronic propulsion. What is it? Ones and zeros fly out of the tailpipe? Fuck you. It's the 80s, Justin. They don't know shit about fuck. That's actually the car works on the Pythagorean drive. Yeah. <laughs> A squared plus B squared equals I win. <laughs> So she's uh she's I guess feeling down, so she goes to this fucking bar, a country music bar. Weird, <laughs> weird choice. Fucking Harold's there. Yep. What? He orders a twelve dollar drink. She's... Just give me the usual wink wink. I come in here all the time, right? That'll be twelve dollars. And it's like a fucking fruit bowl glass. <laughs> <laughs> How much shit in it? Looks like old fruit too. <laughs> Everclear and plums. And a one piece of celery. Like, you don't have a bunch of... You, there's no drink that's strawberries and pineapple with one stick of celery. <laughs> that's not a drink. That'd be 12 bucks. Go yeah, fuck yourself. Go fuck you. That's actually the name of that drink. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of my bar, Harold. Yeah. So Harold's like... He says something coy-ish. He's like, can we bang? She's like, mm, you know what? We can. Let's go, Harold. Um, it's time to take you down, buddy. <laughs> Harold's big day. Yeah. Harold. You know, he's he is that guy that if he waits around long, long enough and you get desperate enough, you're like, eh, what the hell? Yeah, I'll, I'll throw you a fucking pity fuck. So. <laughs> oh, don't lie. You both know that Sam has done it. Fucked Harold? Yep. Uh, he's yeah, fucked yeah, his, his fair share of Harold's <laughs> in his time. When, I have so fucked a Harold before. Yeah, <laughs> there's been... When I had a party house, yeah, every once in a while you like go, oh, you're still here, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, come on. <laughs> Wait, hold on. You got to punch me in the face first. <laughs> this isn't the 80s, lady. Yeah, come no. on. So, so she takes Harold back to her cabin, and Seville's there, and she's like, we've got problems. Oh, Harold. Beat it, buddy. It's not your big day. Uh, Chomps is like all over his shit. That's the thing that is great about this scene is Nameless Dog is just all over Harold's balls. Just full snoot. Like the 
the dog may have bypassed his balls and its nose is in his butthole from the front now. It's <laughs> the, so in there. The only way to make this happen is Harold is holding like hot dogs between his legs <laughs> and the dog's just eating him out from underneath his crotch. <laughs> So they kick Harold out, and he's, like, moping back to the street. But then this fucking sweet vet pulls up, and door opens up, and inside is a topless Michelle Bauer. Just opens up her shirt, and he hops in. Lightning strikes, and then he hops in. in. Harold. I did not get that reference at the lightning strike. Like, it's boner? One in a million, I guess. Maybe, yeah. It's never going to strike twice? Yeah, lightning wants something, but either way, Harold's going to get some. He's going to Tuna Town. To Tuna Town. Michelle Bauer Tuna Town. Which is really pisses me off. Pretty much everybody's been there. Oh, not me. Harold, even. Yeah, she did porno for a while. I know. Anyways, it's race time. Randy's there talking shit. You can't win, girl. Me the best. Oh, I can't say man win, can I? Or person, apparently. So or it's driver. The best driver. No, best car. Hmm. So dumb. Immediately discrediting her ability to drive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If I lose, it's just the car. It's just the car. So Tommy loses the first lap. Oh, my gosh. He's fast. Then she fucking hits the calculator buttons that's inside of her car that just light off. It turns the lights on on the calculator. That's it. And it's not even like a calculator. It's truly not a calculator. It's just buttons with random shit on them. With lights behind, with Christmas lights behind it. And they are on like a variable timer. There's like buttons that say yes. <laughs> Would yeah, you I like to that. go faster? Yes, yes. Well, yes. it just says yes. <laughs> just push the yes button. Yeah. What does that do? Just push the yes button. I don't know. Hit it. 11 was also 11, on there too. 14. <laughs> and they're right next to each other. So it's not like 11, 14. Yes. yes. <laughs> and then the pulsion light lights up. Pulsion existing. Pulsion on. <laughs> God damn it. So she yeah, she hits the fucking rocket. She's got a rocket car, and it's very underwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like they were maybe going 15 miles an hour for this entire race. Yeah. I also noticed that when the rocket finally comes on, it is for a very short time, as if the filmmakers knew, we can only do this for a little bit because this whole thing will burn to the ground. It could go up. It could go up. So we've only got a little bit of fire that we can actually do here. So it's supposed to be a 10 lap race, but it doesn't go that far because she's so fast. It causes his car to break down. He crashes. And well, we know when a car stops moving is usually what happens next is complete mechanical failure. Right. After it stops. Right. Yeah. We learned that yeah. at the beginning of this film. So Tommy wins and the sponsor wants her car. Like he doesn't want her to no. race. Just the car. Just the car. No, we'll take your car, but he's driving it. Uh-huh. Uh? What the fuck? No. I'm the driver. I what? But she doesn't even fucking care. She's no. just like, "All right, I get 50% and you pay all the expenses." And this is going to make my life easier cuz I'm a woman in 1986 and I'm just going to go home and get raped more. Right. Uh I'm, and the car's named Tommy. Oh, yeah, the car has to be named Tommy. What where are we going to call it? Well, we can't call it a Leeds car because it's not a Leeds car. What is it? It's a Tommy car. So he's going to Daytona to drive her car. Daytona, and the Oregon. weird part was at the end of this movie, everybody's dubbed. Yeah, I don't know what the, the fuck sound happened there. They just lost the sound. Yeah, very strange. But uh, yeah, there's. Hey, Tommy, are you gonna go to Daytona? Maybe. <laughs> kind of have to be the head mechanic on that car, you'd think. 
Uh, Wouldn't she? I would think so. Yeah, because it's, so, I don't it's think made any, entirely of bullshit. And I don't think anybody else understands the bullshit. I know that when they get to Daytona, NASCAR is going to be like, yeah, you can't race bullshit here. What's this 11 button do? How do I drive this? So you have to hit 11, then 14, then yes. And then <laughs> pulsion comes on. Uh, like, those are words. Um, do you know that these things have like 800 horsepower? <laughs> like I don't even care if that thing catches on fire. It's not fast. Uh, he's going to hit the yes button and he's going to look like Kenny Powers jumping the river. <laughs> the car's just going to disintegrate. No, it's 11, 14. Yes, then the car goes 68 miles an hour. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! And then it still comes apart. Yeah. So my first question is, does Randy win at Daytona? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, he does not. Did not with let that him race? No, they don't even let him buy a ticket. <laughs> like, sir, we hate you so much you can't even be a spectator at this event. <laughs> All right, my my first question. Uh, what about the old guy, Chester? Chester? Does, does he go to Daytona? Because he helped build the car. He's fine. He he put money behind this fucking thing. Yeah, where where's his deal here? Is, his or is shop. Tommy just like fuck yourself? I got fifty percent, and I'm going to Daytona. His tools, all that. He needs a little something. Yeah, I think he just goes home and he's like, oh, I forget about the old man all the time. Yeah, mm, um, says something sad. creepy and then tries to rape a lady. Yeah. Well, it is 1986. It is 1986. How does Harold end up anywhere? Oh, he's got that Dodge Aries. Well, I mean, yeah, he dri- but like, he just is in the right place at the right time. Always sort of. just right where he needs to be, but never where he and actually needs to be. When <laughs> he makes it back to her place, she's quite drunk. Uh-huh. And then he's seen leaving on foot, so he's like, yeah, go ahead and drive me. Right. Quite drunk back to your place. I don't have a Dodge Aries anymore. <laughs> I crashed it because I let a girl drive it one time when oh. she was drunk. Yeah. Is there a bigger douche than Randy ever? Is he the biggest douche in the universe? Like compared to all the other movies? Compared to any other movie ever. I'm, I'm thinking the boyfriend in Teen Witch, the statutory raper. Well, he's not near as bad as, as Randy yeah. Star. Randy Star is way worse than... The Teen Witch Statutory Raper, because he's just a punch-you-out violent raper. Ah, right. Yeah. I mean, okay. they're both going to be punished equally, even though the one is a malicious, malicious thing. Yeah. Uh, is Randy a bigger douche than Duke Mitchell's Paul? <sighs> no. The problem is, is that Paul thinks he's doing the right thing. Okay. All right. Randy has to know. I am pure evil. I am pure evil. And I don't think if the movie ended in the church that God would tell Randy he's okay, <laughs> where God obviously tells Paul that things are, you know, they're square. Here's the deal. I think uh, if Randy goes and steals the Pope, he's probably going to rape the Pope. That's not okay. <laughs> no, it's not okay. <laughs> so Randy wins. He's the biggest douche in the universe. Yay for Randy. Yay. <laughs> Fuck you. Ooh, fuck you. So does Seville get her money for her TV pilot? God, I would Lee? hope so. Well, 50% of zero dollars is still zero dollars, yeah, that's so pro- probably not. The Leeds Racing is now in financial hard times, <laughs> so her whole shit's busted, which is why the next time you see her, she's in. you can't even see her face. She has to turn to acting in Hell Comes to Frogtown. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. She's the dancing frog lady in that movie. Annabelle, I believe. 
what is an IRS judge? <laughs> <laughs> I judge that you will owe us money. Great job, IRS judge. Uh, I don't know. And also, another uh, rhetorical question. How come rocket jalopies didn't take over the racing scene? <laughs> I don't know. Those were such cool cars. Didn't it seem so like that cool. car could at least go 43 miles an hour? Pulsion <laughs> seems like it would work really yeah. well. Does Harold get AIDS? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably. Because think about it. Not Michelle Bauer, but the character that Michelle Bauer plays is just a lady in a Corvette that rides around, doesn't say anything, and just picks up men off the streets to bang them. The bangs hitchhikers. Yes. Ooh. He's getting something. It's 1986. That shit's going around. R- rubbers are for sailors in 1986. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Harold is uh, one His of the first casualties. Best case scenario is syphilis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then his balls fall off. Because <laughs> apparently that's the thing. If you get syphilis, your parts will rot off. Yeah. And you go crazy. And you go fucking crazy. Yep. And then they treat you with mercury, which makes you go even fucking Crazier, crazier. yeah. Awful. I've got no more questions. I have two more questions. I'll ask the only real one next. What do you think happened to dad? I. That's what I'm saying. Is he fucking dead? Did he... Die in a pulsion accident. He probably died in a spaceship race. (laughs) (laughs) That was going 35. Yeah. (laughs) Didn't get off the ground. So they just crashed because they were going too slow because pulsion, electronic pulsion is not a fucking thing. It doesn't work. (laughs) And my question to society was, what year exactly did rape become illegal? (laughs) Because it wasn't 1986, I guess. It seems kind of socially acceptable. Yeah. Like, hey, good job, buddy. Fuck you, buddy. God damn it. Oh, damn it. Awful. Well, me personally, as far as this thing, I enjoyed it thoroughly. It was a pleasant surprise. This movie stinks, and at no point is it not fun. It is so dumb, it's fun the entire time. So I'm going to say absolutely great. Great bad movie. Yeah, this thing shot up my charts of 80s booby movies. Mm-hmm. I heard good things before we watched, before Jackie picked it. So oh, You never know sometimes, but... Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I liked it. I thought it was funny in a really sick and twisted kind of way, but I'm sure at the time when this movie was made, that was all romantic, and that's what 80s romance was, but today it's like, oh my lord, what? Yeah, there's probably guys in varsity jackets that were like using this as crib notes. Yep. Oh, you punch him first. That makes sense. Ugh, scary. It's super scary to think about, but uh, yeah, I think I uh, I don't like it as much as I like Teen Witch, but uh, this is a close one to the, wow, you guys are not helping women out at all no. making these movies. Mm-mm. So go fuck yourself, 1980s, from yes. the women of the world. <laughs> uh, next week, it's my pick. Uh, we have a very special guest. It's Torn Atkinson from the now defunct, unfortunately, Caustic Soda podcast, but he will be here to talk about his band, The Darkest of the Hillside Thickets, and we will be watching She, starring Sandal Bergman, so make sure to come and check that out. And in the meantime, get to your pulsion chopper. Get to your electronically powered helicopter. It's just calculators spinning in a circle. <laughs> 11, 14, yes. yes. Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening and get to the chopper.